Hey, 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 happy day. Sharon Hornells from here, also known as Pajama Grandma, sipping a little cup of happy because every day, especially on Mondays, we want to be happy. We want to start our week with energy and excitement and happiness. So let's talk about the expression, once in a blue moon, what does that mean and what does it have to do with growing and building and supersizing your business? You know, we each are growing our business. We're each from different industries creating what it is that we want, the impact that we want to have in the world. And sometimes it feels like a struggle and an uphill battle and it's, you know, a matter of luck and and as rare as a blue moon that we can make those things happen. But the truth is it's all dependent on us. What we create in the world, what we create in our businesses, what we create in our lives is totally up to us. So once in a blue moon, of course, means very rare, very rarely, something that we don't see very often, something unique and special, kind of like the whole blue ocean. I don't know if you've heard, read the story or the past story, the book, Red Ocean, Blue Ocean, or Blue Ocean, or can't remember the title of it actually right now, but it talks about competition and business and that a lot of the markets that we're in are totally red oceans and it's really hard to compete in those oceans because there is so much competition. There's so many people involved in that particular market and we need to carve out our own little blue ocean or piece of that and that's why we talk about niching down or specializing in whatever business it is that you are pursuing. Now once in a blue moon the expression comes from the early 1500s where people, and I'm sure it's from before then, but the expression was actually used back then, that it was a blue moon, once in a blue moon. Because when the moon's a crescent, when it's just a little crescent, the dark side of the moon, every once in a while, will get a bluish hue. It will actually look blue, 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 blue. It'll actually look blue. And when it looks blue, people would say, oh, that's a blue moon, and they would call it a blue moon, and they'd be all surprised and delighted because it happens so rarely. Now, my question for you is, does it really happen so rarely? Is it such an anomaly? Or is it just our ability to perceive and see it as blue that makes it seem like an oddity, that it makes it seem like winning the lottery, that it makes it seem rare? You know, I think that we look at success sometimes that way and, and our businesses succeeding. And is it that our businesses aren't succeeding all along or just how we define success? Because we can change our definition of success. And you know, I changed my definition of success in 2010. I had a sudden cardiac arrest, I dropped dead. And after that, every day above ground was a good day. I changed my definition of success and of good because I had an experience that changed me instantly. Well, it took about a week, but it changed me instantly. Um, so was every day above ground a good day before I had that event? Or was it me changing my mind, changing my perception of life that changed? It was, of course, me that changed. So we can define anything any way we want, and we can say it's rare and scarce, but actually a lot of times when we dig into something and we look into it, we find that it's not nearly as rare or as scarce as we personally first had perceived or thought it to be. It's kind of like the whole scarcity and, and rarity and uniqueness thing. A lot of times um, when we're building our businesses, when we're marketing and presenting and selling our ideas and our concepts, we are encouraged to create a sense of urgency or a sense of scarcity and lack so that people will take action. 
let's be honest, we human beings, we need a little motivation to light a fire under our rears to get us to make a decision and get us to make a choice. If you ever gone out to dinner with a group of people and nobody could decide where you were gonna go to eat, and there, done that, not exactly fun, but we always end up finding a place, we always end up eating. Sometimes it's just stressful and frustrating, the process of coming to that decision. Now, is it because there's not enough places to choose from to eat? No, it's actually the opposite. It's because there's too many choices and too many things to choose from. And that's when we get into the whole red ocean, blue ocean philosophy where when you have too many choices, you have to give people a reason to buy now, a reason to act now, a reason to solve a problem that they're having now. If they don't have a super high pain point, then they're not going to make a choice. They're not going to make a decision. So that's why we serve people and we solve problems for them because people take action on things that give them pain. People take action more quickly on things that are a problem for them that they want solved. We don't like to have as human beings open loops or things unsolved or unsettled in our lives. So if you provide a solution to something, and a lot of times you don't need to create a whole lot of, of lack and scarcity. But our society, as we've gone from uh, an agricultural society to a, you know, an uh, industrial society to an information society to an attention-based culture and society and world, those changes have impacted our availability of information and more often than not we're in like massive information overload so our brains are sifting out and filtering out the things that we don't need and as such in order to control people and get their attention more and more scarcity and lack and urgency has been artificially I'm gonna say and admit as a marketer we artificially add scarcity and lack and urgency to help people make decisions is that right or wrong? I don't know. If the solution is right for them, I think it's absolutely right. If the solution is wrong for them, I think it's absolutely unethical, immoral, and wrong. But that's, again, just my opinion. And we all get to have our own opinion. We all get to have our own um, way of looking at the world and perceiving it. But if we look at the things that are focused on and the things that are made important in the world, sometimes you got to ask yourself, is this really what I want to be doing? Is this really the impact I want to have in the world? And sometimes I shake my head and I say, nope, I'm going a different direction. And that's, again, up to each one and every one of us to decide with the directions of our business and, and the, the footprint we want to make, what we want to create in the world. So scarcity, is that kind of like once in a blue moon? Is lack and scarcity real reality? Or is the moon blue because of who's looking at it, you know? Is something beautiful because we're looking at it and we're deciding it's beautiful, or is it beautiful anyway? You, know, you can get into these deep philosophical questions, which, let's be honest, I'm not a deep philosophical person, I'm a, a nerdy engineer, and so I tend to look at things more scientifically, more black and white, and I'm learning as I get older that life isn't all black and white, it isn't all science, it is a culmination of all the experiences that we've had. So, blue moon, what seems rare to you? Look around in your life and in your business, and when you're thinking something is really rare, if you think that the possibility of success in, in a business or an industry is unique and rare, when you look at the people that seem to come out of nowhere and, and appear to be overnight successes, dig into that and really find out, are they an overnight success? Or did they work for 15 years really, really hard, try a bunch of stuff that didn't work, and then all of a sudden they hit their stride and they started to figure out, what works in their particular industry or business and then they showed up 
like gangbusters and it appeared that they came out of nowhere but they've really been working behind the scenes and creating and developing and becoming the person that they needed to be to, to blast off in that industry and that's why they look like an overnight success so is once in a blue moon are rare things as rare as we think they are or are they just as rare as we've been led to believe they are you know think diamonds think any kind of thing that has a high price tag on it and a high perceived value is it really any more valuable is it any more rare or scarce and you know we control supply and demand so you can say yep there isn't a supply of this but is it really that there isn't a supply of it or that the supply is somehow being limited in order to increase the value increase the scarcity increase the lack so that it has a higher perceived value that's it go out make it an amazing day look for some rare things in your life share in the comments below what you find and what you think is really rare and let's have a discussion about it take care have an amazing day i'll of course see you tomorrow Bye. oops kick my kick my phone